beautiful souls and welcome back to yet another amazing episode of Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast. We are back. We are here. We are live for season three. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It is 2022. This is the first episode of 2022, aka January 31st, 2022. And honestly, I have been like craving and just really, really itching to get back to podcasting, which is how I know it is a calling of mine. And also so many of you listeners have come to me and told me different episodes have hit your, your soul. And you've also shared with me throughout that you've listened to random episodes up to this point, which is really, really awesome to see my, my episode listens go up even when I haven't been posting. So that just makes me feel so grateful and really humbles me and puts me in just a state of thankfulness. And I'm just, I'm so excited you're here and I'm so excited for season three. I have amazing things in store for you, amazing tips, resources, interviews, and so much more lined up for you. So let's get into it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get cozy. Let's get comfortable. Whether you're driving, walking, sitting, standing, stretching, dancing, smiling. I'm just so glad you're here and I feel your energy and I hope you can feel mine. I hope this is a game changer episode for you because we're going to get heated. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay, so before we start any episode, I'm sure you remember, and if you don't, we start every episode talking about a book reference or a book recommendation and a song recommendation, because those are two things that I think are pretty solid love languages, but then again, so is food and, and all, you know, so many other things, but we're going to focus on songs and books, and every single episode, you will begin with hopefully ones that you can connect with or try out. So we're going to start with song. So my song recommendation for you is a song called Simple Things. It is by Teddy Swims and it's pretty, pretty unpopular, I would say. Um, You're probably not going to hear it on the radio. It's one of those songs that just kind of came up on one of the stations I was listening to. I want to say it was like alternative or indie rock or like something like that but it is so beautiful and I resonate with the word so much because it's talking about coming back to the simple things in life and how like you're spending your life chasing things that you'll never actually need and I was like so humbled by that and and just such a good reminder and I think we all need that reminder sometimes. So if you're feeling like that song would resonate with you, have a listen. Again, it's called Simple Things by Teddy Swims. Okay, and the amazing book recommendation that I'm going to share with you is the book that we read in my book club for January, which was Let It Be Easy by Susie Moore. And Let It Be Easy was honestly one of the best, most fun, enjoyable easy, see what I did there, easy reads that we could have started 2022 off with. And I'm so glad we did. I'm so glad that book won in the voting because we vote for a new book every single month. If you're in book club, you know that. So shout out to my girls in book club. But 
This book honestly was so great and so fun. And this week, if you're listening the week that this is posted, this week we are actually meeting Susie Moore in my book club. And anyone is welcome if you are interested and you're listening to this before Wednesday, February 2nd. I know that's a stretch, but if you're listening before that, before Wednesday the 2nd, at 5 p.m. is when we are getting a chance to meet with Susie Moore. And this is so exciting because she is a well-known author, speaker, life coach, advice columnist. And honestly, it's just such an honor and such a huge privilege and amazing opportunity to be able to talk with her and have her meet my community. Like what? Huge, huge, huge. So I'm a little biased on this book, obviously. I wanted to share it with you though. If you haven't gotten the chance to hear about Susie, follow her on Instagram, or even just buy one of her books, stop checking your likes or let it be easy. She's really great. She's really great. And she's got the cutest accent in the world if you're not already from the UK. And she's just amazing. So I'm super excited to have her meet my community and for you to hopefully read Let It Be Easy by Susie Moore. Let's just... Go right into this amazing episode. You might want to get a notebook, but other than that, you're going to want to listen. This is going to really get your gears going. And I'm so excited because these tips that I'm about to help you with as far as finding support are going to be pretty solid. So let's get into it. Woo! All right. All right, all right, all right. So we are here for season three. And as I am talking and recording this, it is 333. Just saying, Angel Numbers, where are you at? So I had so many topics for this first episode. And honestly, all of them are so amazing. So I hope that you can agree. I hope we start off with just like an amazing, helpful episode for you. But something that I want you to focus on for this episode is just really how you're feeling about your personal growth. And I'm starting season three on this note of checking in with where you're at with your personal growth and and personal development journey because it's crucial. It's crucial to take a second to reflect and check in with yourself. Over the last month, I did not produce a single episode of this podcast. And let me tell you, reflecting on that, girl, (laughs) It was amazing. It was it was amazing in the sense of I figured out what I really like about podcasting and what I really don't. And and also being able to take time for the holidays and just kind of reflect on like what's working, what's not working, what feels like work, what feels like ease, what makes me feel in the flow, what makes me want to pull my hair out. Those things are really necessary. So when you're in this personal growth journey, just like I am, just like all of us are in this community, I want you to just take like a quick check-in, like a little mindful check-in of like lifestyle, habits, goals, how you're feeling about your support group, how you're feeling about your connection to yourself and your wellness, maybe about your relationships or your marriage or your social life. Maybe it's how you're eating or drinking lately. Just kind of check in because it's all mindset. It's all lifestyle and it all matters. But try to pinpoint where your weaknesses are, so to speak. I always say I hire my weakness, right? I have a bookkeeper because I literally just like receipts and like all that stuff and keeping track of all the things that are moving and coming and going all the time. Financially, I'm just like, eek, you know, just like we all hire accountants when we don't want to do our taxes, right? We just like, here, here, can you take this, please? Thank you. It's so amazing. 
But in the personal growth world too, there is, you know, this stigma around like asking for help, right? Especially in the older generation that I have come to know, it is very harsh almost to quit a job because your mental health is is declining, right? That's like frowned upon in the older generations. But in our generations, in the current, you know, couple of decades, it's very much like mental health over everything. Just taking a quick check-in of like how you're feeling about all of that. Like, are you feeling good in your mental health? Are you good, feeling good in your physical health? Where could there be improvement? And that's where I want to start this episode is for me and for most of my clients, it was around support. They were lacking support in their life around their personal growth and how it wasn't understood and it wasn't it wasn't connecting it wasn't aligning it wasn't feeling like it was accepted by family members friends a lot of my clients barely tell their friends family or significant others that they have a life coach or even a therapist why is that why are we so just you know not like why are we so worried to tell someone hey i'm working on myself We tell people when we're working on our fitness, don't we? We tell people when we're working on our finances. But why are we so hesitant to tell people that we're working on our mindset and our growth? And I think it's because it's it's vulnerable. It's it's a very vulnerable place to be in when you are working on your mental health in the forms of life coaching and personal development books and strategies and, and habits and reading and writing and podcasting and all of these things that we use for growth, why is it frowned upon from other people? And the question I want you to ask to yourself is, who do I have in my circle that really knows me and what I'm going through? Because I know for me, there's a lot of people that have no idea what I do, but they are still in my circle. And that's not a bad thing, but to feel fully grounded in who you are and be able to be able to speak authentically and show up as you sometimes it bothers you when they don't understand what you do or why you do something right so if you work in healthcare if you work for you know a sea turtle company or a chemistry company or you do something you're in school maybe or you're a stay-at-home mom right some people won't understand that most people won't understand that but they're not supposed to understand that. The thing is, is that we as humans, we're supposed to play and practice and not stay stagnant. We're supposed to go and move and change and grow. The only thing constant is change. So why is it so frowned upon when we want to change, when we try to change, when we seek help to change? So that's what I want to talk about today is who is in your immediate circle? How are you receiving that support? And I, and I really, I have some tips for you in this episode for you to not feel so alone in your journey and to hopefully close that gap between you and the ones you love most and to getting to that understanding so that you can feel good about who you are and how you want to grow and change. Just because you're going to work on your mindset doesn't mean you're changing as a person. It just means you're changing your mindset to become a better you. So let's dive in. Let's get started. If 
you are a part of my community or just working on yourself in general, growth can sometimes feel very lonely, very secluding. It can feel like it's just you on the path of of discovery, right? Of self-discovery because essentially it's self. It's not everyone else. (laughs) It's self-discovery. And by the way, that has no end. Okay, it's literally like a healing roller coaster with cathartic ebbs and flows that literally create you into a whole new person every single day because you get to choose the thoughts that you keep, right? I always have this saying that it's like, we don't get to choose the thoughts that enter our brain, but we do get to choose the ones that we keep in our brain, right? So essentially, you're changing every day because you're choosing which thoughts you want to listen to and which thoughts you want to take action on and which ones you just want to be like, nah, I'm good. You can leave now. So as we change every day, like growth, it happens. It's, it's beautiful. Change is beautiful. It's, it's necessary. But again, it can feel so lonely. Like you're alone and, and no one understands you because sometimes we don't even understand our, understand ourselves right? If you can relate to that, let me know. I would seriously love it because that would make me not feel so alone and so many other people. If you let me know in the DMs on Instagram or Facebook, let me know. Find me at tiles.tips and let me know if you can relate to that. But regardless, as I coach, I've coached over 50 souls by now. I have worked with five or so different universities, so different adults, different demographics. I've worked with so many different coaches, whether it was around mindset, lifestyle, fitness, just business, so many different things that I've done over over the span of the last four to five years with all the books I've read and all the podcasts I've listened to and made and created and the people I've interviewed. The growth is like nonstop. It's pretty deep. I don't say this to compare, but I say this to let you know that like, as you get deeper and deeper into your own self-discovery, you might feel more alone than seen and understood, okay? And I don't want you to feel alone in this. So I created this episode specifically for my clients that have been struggling with this, but also for you. If you have ever felt alone in choosing yourself or alone in speaking your truth or alone in asking for help and no one in your family understanding why you hired a life coach in the first place and no one understanding why you reached out and signed up for better help or a licensed mental health counselor. Some people won't ever understand that, but you know who will? you. You know who matters? You. So I am going to give you some components and some tips on how to not feel so alone in this journey of becoming who you want to become. It takes practice. It takes grit. It takes consistency. It takes showing up when you only know how you feel. And it's, it's practice. It's work. It's play but you don't have to feel so alone. I'm here for you. My community is here for you. So I hope you can take these next tips and components for not feeling so alone to the heart and actually implement some of them. So let's get started. 
Okay, so my first tip to not feeling so alone in your journey and trying to close the gap between you and the ones you love most around seeking help, around working on your mindset is first and foremost, try not to take things personally when others around you aren't growing in the same ways that you are. So for example, if you're reading self-help books and you're listening to podcasts and you have a coach and they don't, that doesn't necessarily mean that they aren't working on themselves too. So you journal for 10 minutes every morning, but your partner hates to write. Okay. For example, (laughs) hint, hint, hey, Sam, (laughs) but that still doesn't mean they aren't working on themselves. So the beautiful thing about that and the beautiful thing about being a human is that we are all able to be creative in our own ways. We're all able to heal and see and comprehend and learn things about ourselves and the world around us in a different way. It's not one size fits all. It's, it's like shoe shopping where yes, one size does have to fit, but in the form of there has to be shoes to try on in order for you to find the right one that fits for you. Okay, so don't judge others for growing in different ways. Okay, so tip number two is similar to tip number one, but just a little bit different in the form of don't take things personally when others don't yet grasp what you're trying to convey. Like they might not get it yet. And the key word here is yet, okay? Sometimes... Sometimes others aren't ready to hear, receive, or comprehend what you have to say. They just won't. You can literally drill it into their head a million times over and it just won't hit. Sometimes it will not hit the target. Sometimes it won't even, it'll go in one year and out the other. And I know some of you clearly know what I mean by this when you're talking to someone and it's like talking to a wall or talking to, you know, just just a, a person that doesn't even know you right? That can be so discouraging. But this reminder to not take things personally when others don't yet grasp what you're trying to convey to them really just brings peace to it, right? They're just not ready. Everyone's self-discovery or self-growth journey will look and feel different 100%, okay? Yours will too. So let that bring some peace and light to your life. And knowing that everyone has their own divine timeline when they're ready, right? When they're ready, they will hear it. They'll hear it loud and clear, actually. As soon as someone kind of starts cracking open to their own self-growth journey, I've seen it time and time again, where they're not ready and they're not ready and they're not ready. And then something clicks and they're like, oh my gosh, Tal, I, I finally know what you meant. That is so beautiful but we can't beat ourselves up about if we're trying to get someone to realize that they need to move on from someone or we don't understand why they just don't listen to our advice or something just keeps happening and you're just like, I keep telling them. It's not about you, hun. It's about them and they're not ready to hear it. They're not ready to expose it. They're not ready to let it come to light yet. And that's okay because everything is in its own divine timeline. So trust and don't take things personally when others don't yet grasp what you're trying to convey. Tip number three, coming at you. Be patient with yourself and others. Oh, cool, Tao, be patient. Yeah, love, love to hear it. Okay, next. 
No, I'm serious. <laughs> I know patience is a virtue. I do know this. However, seriously, listen, be patient with yourself and others. Be patient with yourself and others. You deserve it. They deserve it. Be patient. So if you're not receiving the support, if you're feeling very alone, be patient. Be consistent anyway. Be patient anyway. Give grace to yourself and others and know that the people that will and want to be in your circle will be in your circle. Like I just mentioned at tip number two, others' growth mindsets are not for us to force. They come on their own timeline. When others are called to understand what this journey, this self-growth, this personal development journey is all about, they'll receive it with an open heart. You can't force it open. You can't crack it open for them. And when they aren't yet open, when their heart's not ready, it's not always our job to help them. Let's remember that. I know how hard it is to want to help someone who's just not ready to learn the lesson or to make the choice or to decide and make the decision. Be patient. Sometimes we just have to let their minds and souls crack open on their own. If they aren't meant to grow at the same time as you, that's okay. But if, and if they are, that's a miracle. But be patient and let what's meant to be, be. Tip number four, communication styles differ. Whenever I chat with my husband about his work day, okay, <laughs> this is real guys. This is so real. Whenever I chat with my hubby, when he comes home from work and he's just like going off about the hassle, the struggles, the, the just the leader, the poor leadership and the management and all of these things, we will not name the location, <laughs> but it happens. It happens to us all. And, and it happens to friends and it happens to my family. It happens all the time where I immediately, I immediately without hesitation, go into coach Tal mode with friends, with family, with my husband all the time, all the time. I instantly go to help like strategize for new ways for him to handle those struggles. Like leadership struggles. I'm like, okay, we could do this. And I like try to game plan and strategize and like really get like action steps like I do with my clients. I try to empower and I try to compliment so hard and enthuse and radiate good energy toward him in those moments. And I also use like my best intuitive hits to get him energized and ready to shift his perspective. But what happens? (laughs) nothing, <laughs> nothing. He just nods and, uh, and approves and says, that's a good, bo- good point, hon. Thanks. And I'm like, are you serious? Thanks. What? I just gave you so much of my energy. I gave you so much of my mindset hacks and my leadership guidance and all of these amazing towel tips. And all you have to say is good point. So I would leave, as you can imagine, I would leave these conversations feeling so depleted because I felt like they hit a wall. And I would tell him how hurt I was by him not understanding me and how I felt empty because it was like, oh, you don't want my advice? Are you serious? This is what I do for a living. I know what I'm talking about. But (laughs) what I finally realized after this emptiness feeling happening more than like four or five times we finally figured out that 
he doesn't communicate the same way I do. We communicate differently as partners, meaning that everyone communicates differently and understands differently and feels differently and learns differently and gets feedback differently and takes things differently in general. What a concept, huh? As a life coach, what a concept. But I don't know what took me so long because I thought he was on the same page as me. I thought he, you know, loves that about me and all these things, which it has actually nothing to do with that. But I just learned that he communicates differently and it took me a long time. But once I did figure that out, it was a game changer because now I know that Sam takes more time to absorb information than I do. He takes more time to understand and anything he's given, he likes to hear it, ingest it and pick out what feels best for him, just like I do. But he just does it in a different way and it takes a little bit of a longer time. It doesn't mean it hits a wall. It means he just learns differently and implements in a different way. Let me know if this resonates. And something else going off of tip four about communication, people communicate differently, right? But my husband, for me, in this learning situation, I have to realize that he doesn't take things at face or ear value, which is a beautiful thing. He takes his time. He lets it brew. He uses his beautiful, handsome brain, and he takes action when he's ready. So... Let this be an example for you. Let this be fuel for you and just a reminder to you that maybe the people in your life just need time to digest what you're saying. Maybe that support that you're needing can be communicated in a different way. Maybe they are trying to communicate to you the way that you do not communicate. So there's obviously different strategies for communication styles, which we'll get into in a later episode in season three. But for right now, maybe try out the five love languages assessment. If you are struggling with communicating with a partner or even friends, it's not just for relationships in the platonic way or in the marital way. It's, it's for you to understand people and what they're needing. And sometimes... Sometimes after an assessment, you'll be like, okay, well, it said that I'm words of affirmation, but I really, really feel like it's quality time. Okay, and I say all of this to give you just a helpful understanding of not just for partners, right, but for loved ones in general that you need to feel seen and heard and valued from by by them, but they also need to feel the same from you if you want to keep them in your lives as support. So just know it's a choice and you have these resources and tools to learn to communicate how they communicate and they have the opportunity to be open enough to learn how you communicate. Let's just take a quick second to talk about one of my favorite things, book club. Are you the type of person who enjoys reading self-growth and personal development books? Are you always buying a book, reading a few chapters and putting it back on the shelf? Do you find yourself losing momentum to finish a book or sitting and wishing you had someone like-minded to share thoughts with? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. Unfolding Connections Book Club membership was created specifically for like-minded, high-vibe humans like yourself to read self-growth, leadership, and personal development books each month. 
We meet twice a month virtually, discuss our favorite quotes, share personal connections, and actually implement what we are reading and learning from amazing authors and coaches. Unfolding Connections also has a private Facebook community for all members to connect even further throughout each month. How amazing would it be to finish a book front to back, make new friends, drink wine, and connect on a much needed, deeper, and intellectual level? We start a new book at the beginning of every month. What are you waiting for? You can sign up anytime on talstips.com slash unfolding connections. That's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S dot com slash unfolding connections. Bonus tip number five. If you're feeling like you're growing and no one's there to support you and you're feeling a little lonely, here is my bonus tip for you that might come off a little blunt and a little straightforward, but this is who I am, y'all, full of fire, and I will always give it, give it to you straight, always. Simply put, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You do not have to convince other people. You do not have to force your opinion on other people. You do not have to prove that what you are doing in your life is going to help another person. If you want to share that information openly with people that are open to it, the people that are open-hearted, open-minded, yes, you will know instantly when your vibe, when your energy hits for someone else or not. You will be able, over time, in this process of self-development and personal growth, over time, you will be able to feel if your energy and your advice and your feedback hits with someone or if it's closed off with someone. You'll be able to feel it in their heart and in their, in their energy and in their responses. But just stay in your lane. Don't get upset about it. Don't try to force it, convince it, or prove it. You can simply stay in your lane. You can simply focus on what feels good for you. And this can go for religion, politics, financial success, parenting, anything, any category of life. Focus on what feels good for you and keep moving forward in that. And sometimes, most of the time, the best successes are actually kept quiet for a very long time before they come to fruition. In February, we're actually reading the book Grit by Angela Duckworth. And this goes hand in hand with that. Consistency, show up, have grit, keep going. But you don't have to share all the time, especially if it's shut down by the people that are around you. That means find a new community and stay in your lane. And I love the quote, the quote that comes to my mind all the time in this situation of staying in your lane is, at first they'll ask why you're doing it, and later they'll ask how you did it. Mm, Golden nuggets right there. So if your family members or friends or coworkers or church group doesn't understand why you have a life coach, a mentor, a therapist, or simply a community for support, that's okay. That's okay. I know it can feel super, super lonely and outcasting when your close circle of people don't match the lifestyle you actually desire and want to embody for yourself. I know it can feel debilitating when you have to remove yourself from people and and situations that no longer serve you and you're the only one speaking up for yourself. 
That's called aligning with your truth and it's hard and it can feel challenging and downright simply (laughs) not fun. It's not fun to do alone when no one else understands you, with no one close to relate to or understand you. I get that on another level, on another level, (laughs) y'all. But the silver lining Once you make the choice to actually stop dwelling on what is not, you can actually focus on what is. Who's in front of you? Maybe there's people around you or in your past that you kind of swept away because they weren't aligning. And now you're like, oh, wait, what about her? And I'm not saying, you know, rekindle old friendships that died or anything like that, which if you want to feel free, there's no rules. There's no rules. But focus on the people that have the same values as you now. Focus on who aligns with your truth now. Focus on what is instead of what is not, right? Instead of focusing on the fact that your mom talks down to you about therapy, being a waste of money and time, and instead, instead you can be like, I'm going to focus on how therapy has helped me break generational trauma, mom. So that you're aware for your current or your future children's cognitive development, right? You can literally tell yourself these things instead. You can focus on the fact that you are going to therapy and the fact that you connect with your therapist or your life coach so well that it's game changing for you. And you're going to break all these ancestral traumas and generational traumas and you're going to heal yourself so that when it's time for you to have kids or while you're parenting currently, You're going to be able to help them grow to another level where you were not able to at that time during your childhood. So instead of focusing on those things and instead of focusing on your childhood best friend laughing at the fact that you have a life coach or, or they're scrolling Instagram and they're making fun of a girl who's a life coach and her reels about boundaries and just like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. You instead focus on how that exact reel allowed you to set boundaries in your life and how liberating it felt for you. So choose to stay in your lane. Choose to reframe those thoughts of loneliness and turn it into love. beautiful souls. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, out of your busy, beautiful life to listen to this episode and let me know if it resonates. Let me know if it hits for you. Let me know if these tips, these five beautiful tips on how to not feel so alone in your self-growth journey help you. I would love for you to share this episode with someone in need or share it on your social media pages for those that might not say that they need it. You never know who might need this information and this help and this empowerment in their life. Thank you again a million times for listening to Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast. We will see you next time.